Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it always massively helps out our channel, and I can never, ever express that enough. It really, really does. So if you do have time to do so, then please do so. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Ballet Nephew. Am I the asshole for telling my brother to F off and forbidding him from seeing his son again? My girlfriend is an extremely talented ballerina. I try to support her in any way that I can, especially after her industry took a hit because of COVID. My seven-year-old nephew absolutely idolizes my girlfriend. I swear everyone that comes into contact with my girlfriend falls in love with her. He's attended a few of her shows pre-pandemic, watched the shows in awe, and has now set his sights on becoming a ballet dancer and being my girlfriend's dance partner. I find it really endearing and my girlfriend encourages him a little. When my nephew was first born, my brother wanted nothing to do with him and had no intention of being an actual father. He practically left his baby mother in the dust and stopped showing up at family gatherings, stopped answering calls, etc. My family took my sister-in-law in and supported her whenever we could. Over the past year or so, his mindset has definitely changed. He apparently apologized to my sister-in-law and promised to be a better father. My sister-in-law fell ill and had to be hospitalized, which meant that my nephew came to live with us. My brother wasn't happy about the arrangement as he claims that he should take care of him as the child's father, but he didn't make too much of a fuss. He comes over to visit regularly. My girlfriend practices and stretches in our living room. My nephew sometimes likes to watch and follow along. My brother caught wind of this and while he came to spend time with him, he started to get really passive aggressive with my girlfriend, telling her that she's turning him gay spouting a bunch of bs how men doing ballet is too feminine and i need him to be masculine and the whole thing about no son of mine is going to be a dancer my girlfriend laughed it off telling him that he was just having fun she told me about what he said after he left there's a few good online beginner classes so she bought him the correct clothing slash shows which he was so excited for and took a class with him in the living room My brother walked in on this and started verbally accosting my girlfriend for teaching him in front of him. She was trying to defuse the situation, but I yelled and told him to fuck off and that he can't ever see his son if he's going to act like an asshole. My girlfriend wishes the situation was handled better as she sympathizes with my nephew quite a bit. Edit, my sister-in-law has full custody of my nephew as, when he was born, he wanted nothing to do with him and was perfectly okay with passing responsibility onto her. He doesn't have any custody of him, and as of now, I don't think my sister-in-law wants to change the custody agreement. So this child has found a passion in his life, something that he really likes 
looking up to this girlfriend and she's doing ballet and he wants to follow in those footsteps and instead of encouraging this really positive behavior he comes in and says it'll turn him gay Ugh, no you don't need that sort of person in your life and let's face it this isn't even the child's dad sure biologically yeah but he hasn't been in his life for for most of it and now comes in and starts trying to throw his weight around absolutely not the arsehole 100% you keep doing you and that girlfriend sounds absolutely amazing to take nephew under her wing and and teach him this sort of stuff are oh, absolutely amazing and we'll start with Fox Unicar Kilo saying, oh, the things I would say if my 10-year-old daughter's absentee father decided to walk in tomorrow and dare share an opinion on how she's being raised. So I'm going to say not the arsehole, knowing full well how biased I am and that this is probably an everyone sucks here, but I don't care. But lovely long time says Patrick Swayze danced ballet in Texas when he was in high school. You aren't going to turn the little kid gay by him doing ballet. You'll teach him grace and discipline. Not the arsehole. Good for you for shutting your homophobic brother down. And James Cookstan one says, Not the arsehole. Your brother doesn't get to come back after abandoning his ex and child and make decisions like he is the father. He is the sperm donor until he starts acting like an actual decent dad. His misogynistic ideals are toxic and disgusting. Boys can be feminine and dancers if they want to. He doesn't get to decide whether his son wants to be a dancer or not. This is not his decision continue to support and love your nephew also make sure that once your sister-in-law feels better she gets a lawyer and has all papers in order in case anything were to happen to her you wouldn't want your nephew to grow up with someone as cruel as your brother and moon girl 12 says not the asshole your brother is an ass <laughs> and ultimate b says not the asshole your brother has just been in the picture recently and is already demanding how he wants his child to be raised I don't think he has the right to make all those decisions just because he now decided he wants to be a dad to him. I feel like the only person who can have a proper say is his mum and based on the fact that your nephew has attended previous shows and shown interest, I don't think his mum has a problem with it. Hopefully his mum gets better and from there have a discussion with her regarding her son's interest as well as talk if anything does happen who would look after her son making sure his best interests are kept at all times because at the moment it feels like you and your girlfriend have done more for him than his dad. And we'll have one more from Wev saying, not the arsehole. Sperm donors don't get a say in how the real family raises a kid. Too true. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? And we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Fat Girl in Little Coat. Am I the arsehole for expecting an apology or payment for my son's friend that broke our $1,700 TV? My 17-year-old son had a couple of friends over last weekend and we're playing some ball hockey with little nets and rubber balls in the house. We've asked them several times not to do this in the house because they play right next to the 75-inch TV. Sure enough, while I was at work last week, one of the boys let go of his stick on accident and it broke the TV. And now it has vertical lines covering one-third of the screen. My son called me right away to tell me he started calling repair places. They all basically said the TV is not worth fixing. The boy who broke it first offered to buy a used TV off Facebook Marketplace. This was all texted to me at work by my son going as a go-between. And I said no, that I didn't want a used replacement. I was at work and hadn't seen the TV. Then the boy told my son that he should sell his, my son's car, to pay for it and then buy a less expensive car. Keep in mind that this kid was given a fairly new Wrangler at 16, which is a pretty nice car. My son texted me Jackson's mum's number and told me that I should call her. I didn't want to text without seeing it and I was having a crappy day at work so I didn't text. 
I haven't heard a word from the boy or his parents since the incident. I know that my son is partially to blame because he is responsible for his friend's behavior when he has guests over. I told my son that he will have to make $100 a week payments for 17 weeks to pay off the original cost of the TV. We got it on Black Friday 2019 and the current model will cost us over $2,500. My son works as a car hop at Sonic, so this isn't easy money for him. He was already planning on working about 35 hours a week over the summer to save up some cash. He asked his friend if he would help split the payments and the friend told him that he wouldn't because if my son broke something at their house, his parents would never ask a guest to pay. If my son had done that at someone's house, he would have been at their house that evening to apologize. And as the parents would have offered to either replace the TV or give them some sort of payment, then we would have had our son pay us back. Am I the arsehole for expecting them to accept responsibility? I haven't heard a word from them. I know kids make mistakes. A month or so, one of his friends put a hole in the wall, but he walked downstairs, apologized and offered to fix it. We didn't actually ask him to fix it, but thanked him for letting us know and went about our day. He had owned up and we were happy and the issue was over. Obviously, a TV is a much bigger deal, but I think owning up and apologize would have been a good start. I think I'm going to be flaky on this one and I'm going to go with an everyone sucks here. And there's a couple of reasons for that. You know, you said there was previous issues around them playing hockey in the house. You know, that should have been dealt with before. Then again, your son's 17. He should know bloody well better. My nieces and nephews, what, they're like nine and seven. They know not to throw things around the house, especially around a TV. So your son should know not to be playing hockey around the TV too. Come on, it's not rocket science here. Then there's the whole thing about him, you know, allowing or encouraging his friends to play hockey in the house. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. But also, I'm assuming all these other guests are 17 years old too, playing hockey in the house. They should know better as well. And I think if I was in that situation and I had heard like my son or daughter had broke something in someone else's house, I feel like I would be partially responsible for that too. And I'd want to at least help with the payments. And that might be just me, but that's what I would do in that situation for myself. And we'll start off with It's Iron Bibe saying, everyone sucks here. We've asked them several times not to do this in the house because they play right next to a 75 inch TV. And then says, so there was a known problem. And your son had a pattern of ignoring your house rules. You're the parent and the supervisor. You have a responsibility to follow through with consequences when you make rules. Also, it's 2021. You can get a 60-inch flat screen for less than for $500 to put in a room your son is allowed to play in. You have a stupidly overpriced piece of technology. You should have the foresight to ensure it's treated with caution. ETA for clarity on my responses. And no jellyfish says, not the arsehole. First of all, 17 year olds are almost adults and they should know better. You're also right, your son is partially responsible for his guest behavior, but it was his friend who destroyed it, so he should offer to pay or replace the broken TV. Looks like your son must evaluate the friendship with that boy now. An environmental brush says everyone sucks here. Why weren't the consequences for all the other times your son and his friends played the game indoors? And Borky says, everyone sucks here. Your son is 17, not seven. He should have the competence to follow the basic rule of not playing a game with flying pieces around a $1,700 TV. ETA, kid should at least apologize. And then we go with all should be well saying, you're the arsehole. The reason the TV is broken isn't that one specific friend did something egregiously wrong and broke the TV. The reason the TV is broken is your son decided to let them play hockey next to the TV and the easily foreseeable outcome that you literally foresaw then happened. Your son assumed the risk. Your son is the one who should pay. 
If you wanted to argue that all the kids should pay, sure, maybe, but it's odd to treat that one kid who just happened to be the precipitating incident as though he were uniquely at fault. The fact that you're minimizing this as, well, my son's responsible for his behavior when he has guests over, tells us why your son didn't give a crap about what you said. You're treating this as though the primary fault is what the guest did and that your son should shoulder the blame for inviting over a brutish ruffian who would treat their TV like that. Brutish ruffian. Your son isn't indirectly responsible just because he invited some guy over that did something completely random, meaning that he's not really personally responsible, but he should take responsibility just to be the bigger man. Your son is directly responsible for breaking the TV because he ignored clear instructions coupled with a clear prediction of how this could go wrong. Your son's an arsehole. So are you for being weaselly about putting the responsibility squarely and completely on his shoulders. And now what are your thoughts on this? Who is responsible? And we're Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Move on to the next story. And our next story comes from OKHAT5039. Am I the arsehole for putting a divider on my balcony because of my neighbors? Ooh, I love me a neighbor's story. I am not from the US or any other English speaking country. And this is more or less a throwaway. So I'm in my 20s and I recently bought an apartment in my country's capital city. The apartment is great, way underpriced and compared to where I lived previously is a massive step up. Regardless, I have been having one big issue since the moment I moved here. So after purchasing the apartment and having a good look at it, I realized that my big balcony was directly next to my neighbor's balcony. I've got two balconies, a tiny one and a big one. They are not attached, but essentially there is a small 50 centimeter gap between them. That's it. At first, I figured this would not be an issue, but from the moment I have moved in, it has been extremely bothersome. My neighbors are practically living on their balcony, and since they both retired, they are home pretty much 24-7. Whenever I think I have a moment to myself, there I end up sitting down and within 30 minutes, I suddenly get one of them engaging into conversation with me. This is usually why I'm falling asleep, I might add. I love sitting in the late afternoon sun after a long day of work and having a nap with a glass of wine. At first, it was a one-time thing, but it's happened every single time. Every single time I go out there and sit down, one of these people joins me and starts sharing their life story. And I was just so sick of it. The final drop came when I was having a gathering with a bunch of friends and these people legitimately asked me why they weren't invited via the balcony. I decided to get a divider type thing. I had never heard it existed before, but apparently it's a common problem as I have found a bunch very quickly. It arrived, I installed it, and now there is a wall between the two of us. 
It's not big, thick, or obnoxious. It just literally hinders their sight to me and mine to them. It just divides the spaces and doesn't block their sun or some shit. I figured it was fine, but I have since had them over to complain that I am being kind of a bitch for making it obvious that I don't want them around, and they have been really rude to me whenever I've run into them in the building since. Now, as someone who loves their personal time and their own personal space, this is not the arsehole from me. I mean, you could have... You could have explained the situation that you're putting the divider up because you like your own personal space. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. Everyone's entitled to their own personal space in their own apartment. I had a very, very similar situation. And in the UK, the majority of the time, the fence to your left is the fence that they own. And I moved into this house and the fence on the left is the one that they own. And the fence is like, it's, it's like, it's not very high at all. It's about up to, up to my chest so you can see over it. And when we moved in constantly, the neighbors would come over and lean on the fence and look over when you're doing something in the garden and start talking to you. And it was much like this story all the time they would do it. And I would say things like, oh, I'm just chilling out in my garden. I just finished work, so I'm just having a chill. Sort of like take the hint kind of thing. And it never, ever worked. Luckily, this fence to the left was actually falling apart. And I was hoping they was going to repair it. But my worry was that I was going to repair it for the same size fence. So I went round and approached them and said, look, could you mind if I replace this fence? Um, and I said, look, I, I would like to get a higher one as well. They didn't say anything, but I can tell they was kind of offended by it. But I was kind of like, yeah, screw it. I need a bigger fence. I can't live like this with someone keep looking over my fence all the time. So yeah, what I'm saying is basically you're not the asshole to me anyway, but I can understand how some people say you look, you should just approach the situation and just go and talk it out and deal with it that way. But sometimes I think this, this kind of thing is needed. Absolutely. So not the asshole from me, but we'll move on to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with no jellyfish saying, not the arsehole, you deserve to have some privacy after all. Followed by comfortable zebra saying, not the arsehole, it's perfectly reasonable to want separation from your neighbors. They're being the arseholes for act like you are a jerk. And crazy mom of two says, you are never considered an arsehole for setting reasonable boundaries, not the arsehole. And Westkit says, not the arsehole. They sound like dear, dear people, but they drive me crazy too. They're obnoxious extroverts and don't feel the need for alone time or boundaries. So they're probably not really the assholes either, but I'd do what you did. And TN Scatterbrain says not the asshole for wanting privacy. Even if you'd been more upfront, almost always the mature approach, and they'd agreed and stopped engaging you, they'd still be out on their balcony less than two feet away. It's pretty bold to ask you why a balcony neighbor didn't invite you to a party. So I don't blame you for not wanting to get into a potentially tense conversation with them. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. And Bury Clementine says, not the arsehole. They sound exhausting. And Amy Scientist says, not the arsehole. You didn't sign up for their entertainment. And now you know why their apartment was so cheap. And I will just add at the very end there from the comments, some of the replies OP was given to some of these comments. That she was saying, they are very, very nice people, just like extremely extroverted by the sounds of it. But what are your thoughts on this? What would you do if you was in OP's shoes? I would love to hear it in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from Cave is Closed. Would I be the asshole for making my roommate pay to replace my panties? Mobile user, so I apologize for formatting. The names in this have been changed. Earlier this year, one of my friends, 29 male, we call him Taylor, moved in with my boyfriend, 25 male, we call him Charlie and me, 23 female. Taylor and I worked together and became really close friends. I introduced him to my boyfriend and now the three of us are friends. 
However, I'm closer to Taylor than my boyfriend is because Taylor and I have bonded over similar traumatic experiences. The other day, Charlie and I left for a little weekend trip. Taylor agreed to take care of our dog while we were away, which we were happy about. Charlie and I have a security camera in our bedroom. This camera is aimed at the bedroom door and bathroom door. We have a bathroom attached to the room. Minutes after we left, we got a notification that there was motion in our room. We checked the camera and saw Taylor just standing in our room. Over the next 30 minutes, he went in and out of our room about seven times. It's important to note that up until this point, we have sincerely valued privacy. We never go into his room unless he states it's okay and vice versa. So we were surprised to see him just walking in on his own. The eighth time he went into our room, we saw him go over to my dresser and dig through my panty drawer. He picked out a pair of panties, pulled down his boxes and pants and put my panties on, then put his boxes and pants back on over it. A few minutes later, he returned wearing one of my tank tops and he noticed the camera. He slowly backed out of the room, but then he returned later and continued digging through my panty drawer. He returned multiple times later to dig through my panties. All of this is recorded and saved on video. Seeing how he invaded our privacy and wore my underwear made me feel sick and needs to be addressed. We don't want to make Taylor feel ashamed for cross-dressing, but what he did with my clothing was disgusting. I know as soon as we get home, I'm going to throw away all my underwear and Charlie is going to install a deadbolt on our bedroom door. We don't feel comfortable confronting him about it until we return home and are able to deadbolt our door. Would I be the arsehole if I made him pay to replace all my underwear and pay for the hardware for our bedroom deadbolt? The only reason I need those things now is because he invaded my privacy. Edit for clarification. Taylor is better friends with me than he is with Charlie. Between the two guys, I am obviously closer to my boyfriend. I do not prefer Taylor over my boyfriend, Charlie. Now to me, this isn't about shaming him. This isn't about shaming him for cross-dressing or anything like that. It's, it's nothing to do with that. He's going into your private space, going through your underwear drawer and wearing your underwear too. And even when he saw the security camera and he backed out slowly, he still came back later to raid it again. That's absolutely creepy behavior to me and he should be kicked out immediately. You shouldn't be having to protect yourself in your own home with a deadbolt. <laughs> it's just, you shouldn't be having to do that. But we'll start straight away with PT Eternity 29 on this one saying, not the arsehole, what the fuck? It's not that he wears women's clothes, it's that he invaded your room and wore yours. Yes, he should replace your clothes, then he needs to find a new place to live. And Monkey Fighter 13 says, not the arsehole, cross-dressing is one thing, raiding your panty drawer and invading your privacy is another. When you talk to him, make sure to lead that you support people of that lifestyle, and if that's what he was doing, then he needs to buy his own clothes for it. I'd make him pay for the panties, deadbolt, and then tell him he's out when the lease is up. I wouldn't stand for that level of disrespect. It has nothing to do with his identity, only the invasion. And Pamela271 says, not the arsehole, what the fuck? Bigger what the fuck is him noticing the camera and backing away all stealth-like, then forgetting about the camera and coming back for more. And Code Verity says, not the arsehole, but to be honest, I'm a little concerned here. Are you sure it's just cross-dressing and not something sexual for him? And Celtic Slytherin says, not the arsehole, this is a violation of privacy. And one more from Nino Brown 79 saying, not the arsehole, but you're going to have to move. If he just wants to cross-dress, he could just go to the store and buy women's underwear. He wanted to wear your underwear, and that's what makes it fucked up. What are your thoughts on today's stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? And what would you do in those situations? I would love to know if you have time to share your thoughts. 
Only if you have time, of course, though. Thank you for being here today and spending 20 minutes out of your day with the channel and getting involved. It means the absolute world to me. If you'd like to support the channel further, you can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Thank you for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.